Welcome back to the Gaming with Sidekicks podcast. This is episode six. Today we're going to be talking about all things Origins Game Fair and helping to prepare you for the 2018 Origins Game Fair and making it the best experience possible for you. But before we get into all of that, we want to introduce the team you've got today. First off, this is Isaac along with my co-host Randy. How's it going tonight, sir? Oh, it's going well. Going well. How are you? I'm good. I feel like we just did this. (laughs) That's what happens when we record a couple of these back to back. You know, they're Shh. spread out for the spread out for the fans. But <laughs> Shh, don't don't tell anybody. <laughs> secrets behind the in, stage. The <laughs> Disney car- secrets. Industry secrets. It's Disney characters disappearing in the back. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about uh, Origins, the game fair, which is coming up here in June, June thirteenth through the seventeenth of 2018 origins has for quite a few years taken place over at um, the columbus convention center in the great state of columbus ohio Uh, we have had the opportunity to go to origins uh, a few times randy how many times have you been um i think this will Uh, be my third time going okay so for uh for myself I have, and it's funny because I, as we've talked about in previous casts, like Dice Masters kind of frames a lot of gaming stuff for us. So uh, I was there. The I'm like, okay, let's see. Dice Masters came out in 2014. I was there the year it came out, and I was there the year before that. And the year before that was a like a family Sunday, like just to check the thing out because I heard about this amazing game convention in in, this, in our state. So 2012 was probably the first time I went. And uh, each year, I feel like we added more and more <laughs> time where it was just like, oh, we'll come for the weekend and oh, we'll come starting Thursday night. And now like, oh, let's come Wednesday. And as we'll talk about maybe here in a minute, like Tuesday's still kind of looking kind of cool. So, <laughs> uh, you know, there's there's a lot of reasons to to get down uh, to the convention center and, and check out what they are doing for this event. So um, I think it's important to note um, not only with the date, um, but to know that Origins, if you have not been there before, is the second largest um, gaming convention in the United States, uh, second to Gen Con. It attracts quite a large number of people every year. And if you've never been to a large con um, and you're considering, like, do I go to Origins? Do I go to Gen Con? Which one do I go to? Uh, Origins is definitely smaller in nature, but it is still a large con. And I think that's important to keep in mind, depending on how you much you like to navigate groups of people because randy correct me if i'm wrong there are times where there is a sea of people in some of those halls oh my goodness uh so me and my family we are no stranger to conventions uh we go to some of the local comic conventions uh we've been to some of the wizard world conventions if you're familiar with those um there's you know maybe 20 different wizard world conventions in various cities throughout the year uh there's Big comic conventions, they bring in some TV stars, stuff like that. Uh, they they actually have this. Uh, Wizard World Columbus is the weekend before Origins this year. And the amount of space that Wizard World takes up is uh, one-third or one-half of the convention hall space. But then there's also all the different rooms at Origins that are different gaming stuff is going on. So... Even for one of the larger comic conventions that travels along across the country, Origins is like double the size, maybe triple the size of that. So 
There are quite a few people. And what you're going to find is there are a wide variety of gamers at um, Origins. There are people there there to just play Magic. Uh, there are halls. There's a large, large hall of just Magic players. There are board gamers. There is a slew of RPG and LARPers. There are a number of events going on where people in the industry uh, will talk, will um, go through and, and give seminars uh, on everything from gaming to podcasting to creating games to painting minis and, and kind of everything in between. So definitely some great opportunities uh, to be had at Origins. And we're going to talk a little more into those details here in just a minute. But before we jump into those, uh, Randy and I want to cover kind of some of the, the basics, the Origins 101, as it were. So I think, and this is kind of fair to say um, from what you just said, Randy, you've you've had some experience with cons before this isn't your first rodeo uh in that in that sense so there's some things you got to do when you prepare to go on a trip to a convention especially a multi-day convention right and and uh what are what are some of the things if you look at like things you should be doing before you even consider packing like how do i make sure that i can attend this con uh well first you need to to be able to get into the convention uh you need to register for a badge uh, there's a couple different uh, tiers you can get. You can get single-day badges. You can get badges for the whole weekend. Um, a couple different options there. And I know they do have some some discounts based on um, various, uh, various levels, I think. Uh, teachers may get a discount. Yeah, um, there's so military, just, teachers, kids, press. Right. So just, I mean, if you are going to go, be, be sure you look into the uh, what discounts are available just to make sure you can take advantage of those. Um, I mean, yeah, once you get into the, the convention, it's, it, it can be a little overwhelming because there's so much going on. Um, I don't know. Isaac, how do you, how do you navigate, uh, what to do once you get into the convention? Yeah, I think I think uh, you hit on the the key is that registration is so important because the first thing you're going to have to do when you get in there is collect your registration. And if you don't pre-register, registering on site is doable. Uh, but in years past, it has definitely, especially the first day, on like a Wednesday and then Friday, pretty much for the entire day Friday, um, reg- those registration lines for those that aren't pre-registered are definitely sitting a little bit longer. And so pre-registering gives you the opportunity to take the email that they send you uh, from the payments and selections you made online, scan it when they're a little kiosk, it prints off everything you need, and they kind of send you on your way. So pre-registration is is so key. Um, another part of getting around, I think, and this goes with, uh, especially if you're traveling with family, is like, where are you going to stay? Like, where are you going to sleep? And how important is walking distance to the convention for you? And having uh, my son and I go, my son's a little younger, um, I've, I've really kind of valued the opportunity to be close to the convention, even though it's as easy as a Uber or a you know, short hike or a, taking the car back and forth. Um, I think the proximity for me is worth the added expense because it allows me to kind of end up where I need to. And, and that um, makes it so much easier uh, if, you, if you do have kids that you're taking. Um, I think Randy and I, uh, in the past and, and this year, again, are, are staying at the Hilton, which is connected via the, uh, one of the skywalks to the convention center. So it becomes really convenient to, uh, to get over there and 
and have that proximity uh, with where you're staying to the convention itself. Yeah, that's if you have any trouble getting around, whether it's, you know, because you just don't like walking or you have kids that are going to complain about walking. I mean, yeah, being connected to the convention center is worth every penny. My goodness. Well, and, and and so those are the the things to you know kind of get you ready to get there. But um, the other thing you got to do to get ready to get there is you you got to know what to pack. And so like you have a list of what you need and what you don't need. I think there's some essentials. I'm not gonna go through essentials as in like don't forget your soap, don't forget your vitamins. Like I mean you know those kind of things. But I think things that people tend to forget, especially at a convention in June, one of the big ones is bringing like long pants or like a sweatshirt it is going to be hot outside you are not oh, going yeah. to be outside <laughs> uh, if you if you end up like i did in one of these connected areas um my wife doesn't really find it funny but i find it funny to tell her that like hey guess what we got there wednesday and i didn't go outside again until sunday <laughs> like, <laughs> th- there's there's a legit chance that you may not see the outdoors um <laughs> the entire time you're there unless you're going out to get food uh, but it's still pretty easy to avoid it so having a long like a you know like a sweatpants or something like that especially in the evening because they pump air into those cons and when they're full of people it's cool but it's not like freezing but that same cool temperature convention hall is there at seven eight nine ten plus eleven o'clock at night that is going to be a little chillier then so wear layers and be prepared to wear layers or beanies you can wear a beanie or- that's cool too. <laughs> yeah, Randy rocked the beanies. That 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 keep does that keep you warm enough? Oh yeah, yeah. Beanie, <laughs> t-shirt, long pants. I'm good You're to good. go. You're solid. A- another big thing to keep in mind, and Randy kind of touched on this when we talked about with kids, is like you you will be doing a lot of walking. You may not be outside, but you will be doing a lot of walking, even if you're parked close. These convention halls are big. And these companies want to take up space where they're at, which is great for us as consumers, but it also can make walking. Uh, if it's not something that you normally do a lot, if you spend most of your day sitting, it can make walking quite a bit of a pain. So making sure you have a, a good pair of comfortable shoes that you already have started breaking in um, so that you'll be able to use those at the convention center. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I think gets overlooked a lot is uh, is have, having snacks. Um and I don't necessarily mean, you know, a bag of chips or, you know, a bunch of candy bars or something like that. But uh, something that can really kind of fill you up on the go, like, you know, maybe a couple granola bars, um, protein bars, stuff like that. Because um, I've I've been in situations where I say, well, I'm, I'll just go buy food sometime during lunchtime. Man, you get, you know, sucked into playing games and all of a sudden you're on the other, completely other end of the convention hall and you're like, ah, I don't want to walk all that way just to pay, you know, for some overpriced food. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll just eat later. And before you know it, it's been, you know, 12 hours since you've eaten anything and you're getting hangry and you're not enjoying the convention. Just make sure you, you know, just t- take a couple snacks just in case. Like I said, granola bars, protein bars, maybe a couple apples, um, those are real easy pack don't take up a lot of space and they they're not going to go bad uh over the course of a day they'll they'll stay fine all day long in your bag and and the thing is like you know these things but you get so caught up in like you're doing a bunch of stuff and you i think it's really easy to forget some of this um last year 
playing, uh, maybe this was at Worlds a few years back, but playing one of the Dice Master events, uh, somebody kind of told me like, hey, you're looking like super groggy. Like you just kind of <laughs> look tired and you don't look like you're like 100% right now. It was nearing the end of the day and I think we had just grabbed something really light kind of in between lunch and dinner and I'm like, I don't know, I feel fine. And I'm like, oh, you know what I haven't done most of today is drinking any water. And so along with a snack, if you can, water bottle or, you know, something that you can fill. There are water fountains and stations around the con. Um, they have even like little water coolers they put out um, into the hallway area. So having something where you are keeping hydrated is going to be really important to keeping your mind sharp. Dehydration is not going to work uh, <laughs> for, for uh, gaming at your top level. No, and that's that's a big key to this. Like you want... You're not just going to, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the convention. Like you're going to enjoy this convention. That is why you're going because you want to enjoy yourself. Um, and yeah, you just got. It's so easy to forget about these little things that'll ruin your day. Absolutely. Uh, keep you from enjoying it. Okay, so I think one of my key key things, my buddy Gene taught me this years ago, going to these, just going to hotels in general, was. Whenever you go to a hotel, especially if you got kids and there's a few of you, so like we're splitting a room, there's four of us, it's uh, two adults and our two sons, is there will be some plugs in the room, but probably not enough for all the electronic devices we will have. Take a power strip, like a multi-outlet cord, and plug that bad boy into one of those strips. And if you got two of those in the room, you're charging six or eight things right off that strip. One, it lets <laughs> you keep all your electronics together, so it's not like... Well, the iPad's in the bathroom, and the portable charger is here, and the phone's hanging from the ceiling. Like, it just keeps everything together, and it gives you so many more ease of outlet use. And I think that's an easily forgotten thing, but once you do it for the first time, you're like, oh, man, how did I go to conventions without this? I have never done that before. I will be doing that this year. <laughs> <laughs> and probably one of the top things when it does come to electronics is these guys will run out of juice. Um, and so making sure you've got a good portable charger is really important as well. Um, something that uh, is easy to carry, whether it's in a bag or your pocket, it allows you get that quick charge through the day because uh, depending on what you're doing, you know, I plan on running some audio and video potentially off my phone. So that's going to just suck that phone dry. And if I don't have something that I can get that quick recharge for, it's definitely going to be difficult. Well, and along the same lines, uh, I mean, if you need to sit down, take a breather, you know, hey, I'm, I showed up to, you know, the time for my next event and I'm 20 minutes early, um, sit down and plug your phone in. Um, even if you know you're not going to get a full charge, uh, just, I mean, plug it in for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Just every little bit helps throughout the day. Uh, they can really stretch, stretch out that battery use. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other, the last thing I would say as far as things not to forget it seems like an easy thing, but you may just be somebody who uses credit cards 99.9% .9 of the time, but you're going to want some cash. Um, some of these places are going to be cash only. Some of the food places may be cash specific and cash speaks in some places more than credit cards do. Um, and so you can kind of wind, maybe you're talking of a certain game or something along like that down enough that uh, allows you to get maybe a little bit more of a discount if you're paying all cash. Yeah, when you're at conventions like this and, you know, there's all the vendors set up, um, 
they don't want to have to transport, you know, extra stuff back with them. In a perfect world, they would sell everything they have at the convention and not have to pack anything up. Uh, so there's a little bit of bartering that you can do. Like, yeah, I know you're trying, you know, you're selling these two games for 30. Could I give you, you know, maybe 25? And if you have cash, eh, some of them might take it. And so another important thing when it comes to preparing for a con is what we call the three, two, one rule. This is not a unfamiliar rule, uh, but if you're a new con goer, super important. And these are the minimum amounts you should do these three things. And that's three hours of sleep, minimum, two meals, minimum, one shower, minimum. Frankly, I think you need to put maybe a little bit more into the shower depending on how you do and maybe a little bit more into the sleep depending on who you are three hours to me is pretty good but um you know that's not the same for everybody so the food one is kind of what randy was saying you know making sure you're sitting down to eat some food a couple times during the day whether that's getting that early breakfast mid to late dinner snacking in between just finding those opportunities to, to take that meal and yes cons are a giant adult you know summer camp of board gaming and so maybe you didn't sleep as much at summer camp, but trust me, you're going to want to feel rested because what you don't catch today, maybe you only slept an hour, you're going to need it the next day. Your body is constantly looking for that sleep bank to fill itself. Yeah, I know one night last year, uh, we were hanging out pretty late and I didn't get enough sleep. Um, I'm, I think I got about three hours, but I needed, I think I needed a little more than that. I actually had to go take a nap a little bit the next day, so... Um, yeah, just make sure that you are giving your body what you, what your body needs to get by. Yeah. And, and that, and that kicks into the, the shower, right? Like, you know, I say that jokingly, but like, honestly, like when you start cutting things off and you're staying up late and you're getting up early and you're, maybe you're tired. So you're going back for a nap. Like you want to have the courtesy to, you know, to, to just keep yourself clean. You want the people around you to do the same thing. So personal hygiene for everybody, and we'll have a better experience because of it. It's kind of a straightforward thing, I think. Yeah. Um. So there are a few things that I think, before we kind of jump into the meat of the con, that, that are important to look at. If you go over to boardgamegeek.com and you just kind of type in Origins, uh, there's an FAQ out there. and uh, Or if you go over to our site um, at uh, gamingwithsidekicks.com, there's a series of articles I wrote about Origins this year. One of them called Do Your Homework. Kind of tells you and shows you some of the links off BGG that you need to be aware of. One of those is a virtual flea market going on right now. Basically, it's, hey, I got this thing I want to sell. Are you interested? And you can grab it from me at Origins. And you know, my buddy Gene has bought two or three things off that already. There's a couple of things I've looked at, but just wasn't over there fast enough to get, um, you know, get the bid that I wanted. So virtual flea market, we have a link to that in the article that goes with this. The other thing is the math trade. Uh, the math trade is a simple way to get a lot of trading done at once. It basically allows you to enter into a big list on BGG, and then you see the list of all the other items, and you make a decision to say, well, I'm willing to trade this, and I'd really like that, or vice versa. And it you know, it gives you a chance to get rid of a few things and maybe get some stuff you really want. That happens specifically on Saturday mornings, um, kind of right on the far uh, west side of the building. Um and again, from a specific things to grab, especially as you register or if you're pre-registering, there are ribbons available. Um, these ribbons are basically uh, an opportunity for you to play in one area for a price the whole way. 
uh, unlimited play in an area if you have that. So depending on what you enjoy playing, um, there is the boardroom is probably the most popular one where CABS, the Columbus Area Board Game Society, has their library of over a thousand games that they bring in. And you're welcome to play anything with the proper ID and bring it back in when you're done with it. So that's that, that's pretty cool. There's also a um, Origins After Dark if you're into 18 plus uh, events like a, or, you know Code Names After Dark or some of these. That's uh, you know that's kind of where that area gets played. I think the boardroom is probably the most popular. There's like a little over a dozen of these. Uh, I'm sorry, a little over half a dozen of these. They're available for you to check out, so make sure you check that out in the ribbon section over at um, Origins Game Fair as well. And so that that's kind of some of the things that, for me, that I that I want to make sure you're looking at doing your homework before before you even get there. Uh, another thing is to check out the preview, and there are some games that you may or may not be interested in, or um, some special guest honors that may be coming in that you want to say, hey, I want to get a chance to meet this person. So um, make sure you're keenly aware of those is going to be important as well. Randy, from your perspective, um, you know, are, are there some are there some things when it comes to the actual event itself that you're excited to uh, to get to try and do or uh, kind of help coordinate up while you're there? Uh, there's a there's a couple things. For the last couple conventions I've gone to in a row, I've helped uh, I've helped demo games at the Brotherwise Games booth, and I'll be doing that again this year at Origins. <clears throat> uh, the past two conventions, I've demoed their their latest game, Unearth. Uh, I have no idea what I'll be demoing this year, but I do know I'll be there all day on Thursday, and I'll be there for four hours on Friday morning, uh, just doing demo work. You know, teaching people to play whatever Brotherwise wants me to teach people to play. Perfect. Would you uh, last year you had a chance to teach uh, on Earth, Earth, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so that was that was one. It seemed like uh, for everybody that um, has had a chance to play it out there, they really enjoyed it. Yeah, they previewed it at Origins. Uh, everyone seemed to seem to like it. They released it at Gen Con. Uh, it sold out at Gen Con over the course of the weekend, uh, and you know. I think it's a great game. I've read some reviews from other people, and you know, I don't really see anyone saying anything bad about it. It, uh, it was a pretty well-received game. I know Brotherwise has a few things in the works. There's a new expansion for Boss Monster coming out called Rise of the Mini Bosses. I know that will be on hand on display. I don't know if that'll actually be playable at Origins. Uh, and then there's another one that they've been posting about on social media called Call to Adventure. Um, don't know a lot about this game, just that it's in the works and it's going to be going to Kickstarter. Again, I don't know if there's going to be anything about it at the Brotherwise booth, but uh, it's one they've been talking a lot of, about a lot on social media. Nice. Let's keep a lookout for that one. Uh, you and I have some interest uh, in the Dice Master world as well, and that's kind of been my main focus with Origins in the past years. And this year, it's it's definitely not as much, but I will be playing in the U.S. Nationals competition for that on Saturday and maybe doing a draft uh, or something else during the week uh, over there at the WizKids booth area. So that's that's one I've got my eye on uh, when it comes to gaming. Yeah, I did not qualify for the U.S. Nationals this year, uh, but there is a side event going on at the same time uh, using only cards from the Dungeons & Dragons sets of Dice Masters. 
And uh, so I've, you know, I'm working on putting together a team that's just D&D only for Dice Masters. And I'll be competing in that event for some uh, some exclusive prize cards that are uh, available at the convention. Perfect. Yeah. Same, same uh, from that Nats end. So um, there's some events I got a chance to register for. There's a couple of things that are new to Origins this year that I'm really excited to check out. One of them is an escape room, and they had three different types. And so my son and I and uh, Evan's family from the area here all signed up, and I think my buddy Jake signed up also for it. So it should be kind of cool. I'm curious how well they kind of do this you know traveling escape room and how well it works outside of the confines i've only been to ones that are like in buildings where they have all their props and everything kind of you know easily set there and so i'm curious if this isn't like a tent or just a smaller room that maybe they were able to get a hold of it should be really interesting to see how that goes yeah y'all let me know how that goes i've i've actually never done an escape room um they're a blast don't really have anything against them just never had the opportunity but yeah that sounds really cool the other thing that uh, my son was really excited when we were looking through the list is there's a tactical laser fighting game. I'm thinking like a laser tag, but must be something a little more detailed that we're going to check out. So I'm excited to uh, to you know see how that goes as well. Hmm. Yeah, uh, one thing that I was excited for is the... In years past, they've had the giant King of Tokyo um, event set up. And there's just, you know, quick plays of king of tokyo but you're using these you know three foot tall cardboard cutouts and you know these large oversized foam dice to play um i've loved playing that in the past well this year they're actually having a king of tokyo tournament uh maybe they've had it in years past i just didn't know about it but i've registered for it this year um so yeah i'm actually gonna see if i can qualify for the the King of Tokyo tournaments and see if I can win some, some cash money prizes playing that game. Yeah. Nice. Should be a, a fun, fun one to do for sure. I uh, have the giant King of Tokyo we'll be doing. There's a floor um, Star Trek Catan that I'm interested in trying out. I haven't played Catan in a long time and mm. never tried the Star Trek version. So I signed my son and I up for that. Um, you kind of see how, how that goes. But one of the events I, I definitely I do have had the opportunity to play some of the Munchkin CCG and it is a fun little game so I'll probably do one of the drafts I'm, I'm probably not going to pre-reg for it because I want to have some flexibility uh, for the next part of what we're going to talk about here in just a minute but it's it's one I've enjoyed playing it's simple It's it's got a lot of two player mechanics to it as a two player game that are very much uh, like a bluffing kind of gotcha gotcha type of uh, move to it so with the right group of people I think it could be a lot of fun Yeah, and I know one that we've both talked about and uh, I think we're actually I made sure that I signed up for the same time that you signed up for is uh, a new game from Upper Deck called the Contest of Champions uh, it has the Marvel superheroes in it I know it's based largely on a mobile app game and this is kind of the tabletop version of that that mobile game um, nice but, I mean, me and you are suckers for games that have oh, yeah. to do with comic book characters, and we're both excited yep. for that one. Yeah, I've got Legendary and that one back-to-back, so I'm excited to see uh, kind of what that game looks like. haven't really had a chance to, you know, one, play it, but just even look into kind of what the rule set and some of that looks like. So that uh, Thanos Rising is another one that I'm really interested in and in, in seeing how that plays. So hopefully that'll be one I'll be able to get a hold of there as well. Yeah. 
Um, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is a game from Pandasaurus, and so we'll be visiting them, and they are doing a game called The Mind. I had a chance to play this. It's a German game, only available out of Germany, but they have bought or did whatever they need to to become the publisher here in the U.S. So great game. I think it'll be one that uh, if they've got plenty of copies and people are snatching it up at the con, I think it could be this year's Star Realms where you just see people playing it like all over the place. Or Spyfall, when that first came out, you saw people like couldn't put it down, uh, <laughs> playing it everywhere. So um, I think the mind definitely has potential to be that game for, for this year's con. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to see people talk about that one. I'll have to uh, seek that one out for sure. So that's that's uh, that's specifically some of the games that I'm interested in. Now, there there's some other things we get to do, and, and we're going to kind of get our feet wet in, uh, and that's uh, meeting with uh, some different publishers. And there's a few out there um, that we've set up some meetings with um, and, and other ones we haven't had a chance to yet. But my, my hope is, at least from... Um, you know, my personal perspective to get a face to some of the names that I've been dealing with, or just to get my face out there uh, to uh, some of these people that I have interest in communicating with as well. So uh, that's what I'm looking for with the publisher interaction. Yeah. The, the tabletop gaming industry. I mean, we've all met some absolutely fantastic people, uh, whether it, you know, be in person at these conventions or on Facebook and, you know, either reconnecting with these people or being able to put that face to a name for the first time um, is really fantastic. And yeah, looking forward to uh, to making those making those connections and just you know keep networking. I guess. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's really the crux of some of that, right? Like we had a pretty good market in the or pretty good presence in the Dice Master specific world. We like to move that out to more of a board gamer specific world so uh, i think we're starting to see that kind of working its way in so yeah. randy are there any other other games from your end that you're uh you're looking for some info on or like to maybe learn a little bit about while you're there yeah uh specifically earlier this year renegade games they uh they acquired the rights to the power rangers tabletop license um which is really surprising because Renegade doesn't really seem to deal with uh, with licensed properties too much. I mean, they yeah, the IPs aren't the really their thing, right? Uh, so that you know threw me for a loop, and I mean, also Power Rangers has pretty much never really had a tabletop gaming presence. Um, I mean, there's been some stuff by Hasbro or um, maybe not Hasbro specifically, but those large. Uh, large box store games that we see, you know, there's the Uno version of Power Rangers and Monopoly right, and Trivial Pursuit and but nothing like very uh um specific. Yeah. Uh but now that Renegade has the license, I'm really interested to see if we can find out some more information. Um I've been a Power Rangers fan, you know, since they debuted in the early nineties. Um fell off a little bit when I got older, but now that I have kids and my kids have started watching power Rangers, I've dove right back into it. And, uh, yeah, really, really entertained by power Rangers. I love the new movie that came out last year. Um, just, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see if I can get any information from renegade about kind of what their plans are for the power Rangers license. Perfect. Yeah. It's, uh, 
definitely, like you said, one you've got your eye on and, and interested to find out more about. Um, the mind was, like I said, a big one on, on, on my list to get a hold of um, and kind of see see what they're doing, what they're planning. So um, as far as reskinning that, I still don't know if Pandasaurus is just playing on doing just the same version what they have or not. So it'll be interesting to see um, how and what they do with that game. Yeah. Yeah, the only other uh, like unique event that I've made sure I've already registered for, signed up for, is uh, a publisher-designer speed dating event. Uh, I mentioned on the last podcast how I had a game design uh, going along with the Christmas Lights card game. It's currently on Kickstarter. Uh, if you, we talked about that last podcast. You can go back and listen to that. Um, but I do have some other board game, card game designs. And this is a, uh, a speed dating event for publishers and designers to meet. You you get, you know, five to six minutes to to pitch to a publisher and then move on to the next one. Uh, it's a two-hour event. And, you know, I've got a, a couple designs I'm sitting on and hoping I can find some publishers that are interested and, you know, start building those relationships from there and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's exciting. Hopefully uh, hopefully something will, will blossom from what you have or give you some leads of, you know, things to work on or just anything in between that. So that, that kind of uh, sits into kind of what we're looking for, who we're hoping to meet up with. And I know there's lots of other games and there's some cool ones over at the Board Game Geek preview for Origins that uh, companies have dropped what they're doing into. But there's so many opportunities for gaming here. You could just come into the con, never walk into the main vendor hall, and just plop down on the floor with some board games. And there are probably going to be people that come to join you at some point or offer to join you or have interest in it. So there's a lot of very friendly gamers and a lot of opportunities to do that gaming uh, through here. One of the things I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about uh, that we haven't yet is food. Um, you know, We specify that you need to get food, but where do you get that food? And one of the best places that is right next to the convention hall is a place called the North Market. And the North Market has a just a litany uh, of, of, of various specific food vendors. You can have a barbecue place. You can have a donut place. You can have Jenny's Ice Cream, which is amazing. You have pizza, you know, um, Japanese, some noodle bowls. There's just such a variety. And the North Market is a great place to get in, get what you want, maybe sit outside if it's nice, sit upstairs if it's not, and uh, get some of the uh, the good food they're offering out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, me and you, we both live in this fantastic state of Ohio. And so I go to Columbus a couple times a year for various things. Uh, one of my favorite pl- uh, places to grab food, it's just a few-minute drive from the conventional. It's called Dirty Frank's Hot Dog Palace. Uh, I know unique unique name but it's this great little <laughs> uh gourmet hot dog diner um it's usually pretty pretty busy if you go around dinner time but if you're looking for something around lunchtime um you should be able to get in eat no problem um you know pretty reasonable price for a couple hot dogs it's uh i make sure to hit it up at least one time every time i go to columbus yeah we might have to uber over there for lunch one of those days I, I get lazy and end up, uh, there is a food court at the convention center. And actually a few years ago, they completely redid that area. And the convention center itself has been redone over the last couple of years. So uh, just from when we were there last year, they've had some big changes of uh, finishing some constructed areas. So 
the um, food court there does have some uh, some decent choices. And so if you're looking for something quick and easy, uh, it's a great place to go. Um, my favorite one to hit up, and we try and hit this up Wednesday as an early dinner when we get there, is a place called Barley's. And Barley's is right across the street from the convention center. It is a uh, basically a bar uh, type place. They have some really good sandwiches and, and various items. But Barley's is all in with Origins. And um, their, their menu is specifically uh, designed to have a theme that fits the gaming world. Last year, all the items were something in like the Dungeons and Dragons universe. And if you hmm. got a coupon book when you registered, uh, you could tear out the one for a free drink. I'm sorry, free glass. Free glass, basically, from Barley's uh, when you went over there for dinner. So we've had an opportunity to get some of those glasses each year. I love them. They look amazing. They're heavily in our rotation here at the house, much to my wife's chagrin, I think. <laughs> um, but um, I, I really enjoy getting over there to Barley's. They have homemade pierogies, which just go perfect with whatever sandwich you end up ordering. So highly recommend it. Check it out if you get an opportunity. That's Barley's uh, right across from the con hall. So we've, we've covered a lot here, Randy. We've covered uh, what you need to do to get ready, um, how you register, how you check in, uh, making sure you get to your events, checking out all the information for food and, and some of the things that we're personally looking forward to. But I think the important thing to, to keep in mind here is there are a lot of people that are excited about being at a convention like this, uh, unlike a um, maybe a work convention where everybody isn't. Everybody here. Yes, there are a lot of people. Sometimes people get grumpy and maybe aren't getting what they want or maybe aren't having game outcomes like they want. But better remember, you're here because you like these games and you love playing it with people. And so you know, keep keep that mentality in mind as you're out here to you know give that um, and just just to to give that uh, the first thing in your mind when you're thinking about moving through the convention and talking to people and interacting with people or playing games with maybe some strangers that you don't know. You're there to have fun and. I think it's important to keep that right up front in your mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, you're you're there to have fun. Everyone else is there to have fun. That's uh, that's all we want to do. So, anything else we missed, Randy, as far as uh, getting out to the con or getting ready for it or being um, there? No, I think we're I think we're pretty good. I mean, I do want to say that if you're planning on going to Origins, um. I mean, drop us a line. We'd love to, you know, meet some of the people that take the time to listen to this podcast. That would that would be fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to meet you. If you get an opportunity, kind of, you know, send us a message, throw it on our Facebook page. Like, we definitely would love to, to have a chance to meet up with some of the people that uh, are tuning in with us. And we'd love you to be able to tell our friends. And, and actually, we have a kind of a cool little uh, thing on a business card that we'll have for a few people that meet up with us. So, you know, definitely yeah, find us and we'll get you one of those. It it may give you an in-game advantage in the next game you play. So, you know, if you find us and ask us for one of those, we'll be glad to hand you one of those uh, when we do get a chance to see you. Um, so that is our Origins preview uh, for this year. So we're going to wrap up Episode 6 here of the Game of Sidekicks podcast. We want to uh, encourage you to follow us over on our site at GameWithSidekicks.com and follow us on our Twitter pages, which are uh, Facebook, 
I'm sorry, follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we stay pretty active on posting news, pictures, and updates. And we want you to also, if you're able to, comment and subscribe on your iTunes uh, podcast page. That helps people find us and give us an opportunity to speak to some of them. Uh, Promotional consideration has been provided in the form of review copies. We know you could have been anywhere else in the world today, but the fact that you're here with us, we just really appreciate that. So from all of us here at Game of Sidekicks, and especially from myself, Isaac, and my favoritist of co-hosts, Randy, thank you, sir, for joining us again tonight. Oh, anytime. My pleasure. Absolutely. So we look forward to seeing you at Origins. Let us know. Um, we'll keep an eye out for you. You keep an eye out for us. We want you to keep playing those games you like with the people you love, and we will see you next time.